I'm wondering who the grill master is in your family and why. Like for Harlan, it's her husband, Paul. Well, he's the cook in general. So outside, inside, all the sides. He does all the cooking in the house. So for my family, it's either my son Spencer or my wife because I'm colorblind uh-huh. and I can't cook well. You use I the just... little thermometer thing. Whatever. You're supposed to see pink or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to use it. I just know that that's what my husband uses. <laughs> oh, really? So I was learning that there's a lot of stuff that you can grill. Because I'm just thinking, see, my head just thinks hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken. Yes. Evidently, there's a lot of stuff to grill. Like what? somebody grills clams Why? and peaches. I bet that would be good with some ice cream. It does kind of, yeah, a grilled pizza. I've never heard of grilling pizza. I've had it, and it's amazing. Really? I don't know how to do it, but I went to a friend's house, and we had make-your-own-pizza night, and they did it on the grill. It was fabulous. Granola. Why? Why? How? And, and for the, what reason? The crummy granola you put on the yogurt? The granola. It says granola. I don't know. It's granola. And then pie. Somebody, you know, b- b- grills pie. How do you grill a pie? I don't know. Do you You're the- asking me? I don't, I'm not the grill master. Okay, so you put the pan of pie into the grill, and you shut it. I guess. How is that different than the oven? Theoretically, that sounds about right. I just don't know. (laughs) We are like the two. (laughs) Nobody should ask us kitchen questions. (laughs) Right? It just don't work. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. So Kristen is here. And Kristen, you say it's your brother who is a, this sounds fancy, a smoke master in your family? <laughs> when did that happen? How long has that been? Um, he's been doing it for yeah, a, a decade or so. I don't know. He's just really perfected his technique, and he and his friend come over, and we we call it a a, um, um, a smoker party, and they will sit up all night and smoke ribs or a Boston bud or some type of meat, and stay up all night and hang out and. In the morning, we've got a whole lot of barbecue. Yeah, right? You can start your day with barbecue. I think that is the coolest thing. I think that sounds like a grown man slumber party. Well, yeah. I think think Carolyn nailed it. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. You know, when people that we love pass on, sometimes we do things to remember them. And one of the things that my girl did, Diana was grow her nails out. Her daughter passed away right after painting her nails. And so she decided she's going to continue to grow her nails out to remember to to remember her daughter. And they grew and they grew and they grew over 42 feet of nails grew out and she continues to paint them. Really? Uh-huh. That was the last thing her daughter did. Was paint her nails. Wow. And so to remember that, she grew out her nails and has yet to cut them. 42 feet worth of nails. That's got to be a Guinness Book of World Record thing of now. Of course it is. Oh, really? It is? Yes, but that's not why she did it. No. But, but it's, you know, one of those side things, and she paints them, and she, you know, walks around with 42 feet of nails everywhere. I don't know how I feel about this. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of nails. But she did it because of her daughter. Which is great. Mm -hmm. But the the amount of nails and how to keep those clean and how to type and how to work and how to do all the things that you're going to do on a daily. Somehow she manages to get through it. I can't even do that with my fingers the way they are now. 
Yeah, and Carolyn, you you can't see them, but Carolyn has some pretty pretty long nails. I mean, nail for normal nails, long nails, but not not that. Mm-mm, not those nails. How I'll, how do you type with that? How do you work with that? How do you eat? How do you hold a fork? Well, she's got a lot of questions, doesn't she? Robin Liz, his morning crew. This is like a maze that's what is it? Thirty-one miles long. Yeah, thirty. That's crazy. Plus miles long. It's a hundred and ten acres of maze of pure get lost in maze. I'm I'm feeling that there's some anxiety coming out of Harlan so right now. So much anxiety. Like, okay, the whole point of getting into this is getting out of it. So yeah, it's a challenge. Which you're for. Oh, I love challenges like this. I'd so do this maze. This, to me, is an anxiety attack waiting to happen. It's like four corn mazes in one corn maze. It's pretty cool. Okay, it has QR codes inside of it because they're waiting for you to get lost. Oh, they have a helper, in a sense? I'd never use it. Okay, I would never go in it to use it, but Why? if I did, because you get lost, and yeah. then you can't find your way out, and oh. you can't be home in time for dinner, and you're stuck in there forever, and you're going in circles, and even when the QR codes tell you one thing, and then you go the wrong way by accident, I can't even get to work without a GPS. Like, I can't imagine Carolyn, being stuck it's in okay. this. It's okay. This would, this would freak me out. Like, one time you're we did- You're freaked out already. You know you do those, like, work outings where everybody, like, works together to find your way out. Yeah, those, oh, what do you call them? Those houses you go into. You know what it's it's called. What did you say that again, Ninja? An escape room? That's it, an escape room. An escape room, right. I would never do something like that. And I did this for work one time, and I hated it. The escape Every, room? No, this, it the is. The maze? The maze escape room. Really? Yeah, where you can't get Good out. for you. How long no. to take? Forever. Forever. We never finished it. Like, we were minutes. getting out of the weeds. Like, we were... Just You're going, going through, through the, the walls? Yes. Oh, come on. It's scary. It's okay. It's not. I'm, it's okay. I'm looking at these pictures thinking this is just not. It's okay. This is not for me. No, it is. We'll get Harolyn in that maze. We'll see how many years it takes her to get out. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Here's the thing we learned about Harolyn today. She's like has a fear or has anxiety over corn mazes. Well, just getting lost in general. But in a corn maze, it's just easy to get lost. Yeah, because corn mazes are going to be here before you know it. You know, it's fall here really soon. They're already talking about the PSL. And these corn mazes are going to be a thing here in just about a month. All right? So, (laughs) Harolyn has anxiety, but here is Phil. Phil, firefighter, I think has a strategy. Okay, tell us, Phil. I'm about to ruin the corn maze for everybody. (laughs) No! How so? When we go into a building to do a search for people, we do what's called a left-hand or right-hand search. If you will place either your right hand or your left hand on the left wall, your right hand on the right wall, and you keep your hand on that wall and you trace it all the way through, you cannot get lost in the corn maze. That's how we go through a house. So if you just keep your hand on the right side or the left side of the maze, you'll make it through and you cannot get lost. So there's the strategy. I mean, Phil, you nailed it. And I'm not sure if Harolyn will do it. I will not. I will not you test just, that strategy. You should try. Here's why. Because there's loops and circles and wrong ways. Yeah. And even if I keep my hands up, which is tiring and sounds exhausting. You don't have to keep your hand up over your head on the thir- on the corn maze. 13 miles of corn maze. I'm going to get lost. 31 miles of corn maze. Are you talking about this one maze that's, that's up? That's what I meant. 
31 miles. Even better. Okay, she's. let me tell you, I, she, she just talked cryptic. There is a corn maze in Minnesota that's 31 right. miles. That's what started this whole anxiety for her. Right. And so, okay, even if my arm is up, my hand is touching the right side for yeah. 31 miles, I'm bound to go in circles. <laughs> Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Let me tell you about Ashley. She is one amazing mom. She has a son. His name is Hudson. He is 10 years old. Hudson is like a, a super hog raiser. What? If there's a way to say that. <laughs> I don't know. He raises hogs. And so he has this one hog that he has raised since almost like he was a baby. Just went on the uh, 4-H auction. It was a 4-H hog auction that happened in the city where he lives. Mm -hmm. Guy broke records. $102,000, and it helped create a scholarship. That is an incredible amount of money. Isn't when it? When you have a hog. I mean, they go per pound. Yeah, 340 bucks per pound, 300-pound hog. That's $102,000. That's a lot or, more than... Yeah, $1,000. That's a lot more than normal. It is. It broke records on how much they sold this hog for. And he, it sold for that much because it was for a scholarship. Yeah. And people were giving more, so they were excited about this... Oh, I'm telling you. And Ashley, his mama, is just so proud. Ashley's got a story of her own. I mean, here she is battling cancer. Colon cancer a couple of years ago, went to remission. Then it came back. She's in hospice right now fighting. She's like, I'm 38 years old. I'm going to continue to fight. I don't want to say goodbye to my kids at this young age right now. No, and Hudson shouldn't be going through that right now. But he no. instead, and instead of being sad like, like I would be or my kids would be, you know, he is taking this to the 4-H and he's doing something good for other people with the hog that he's and raising. And he wanted to make his mom very, very proud. Yeah. There's a GoFundMe did. page and everything now to help out his mom, but that is just that's remarkable. Way to go, Hudson. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Oh, I just wish my kids would follow in my, my footsteps. It would be so awesome, like a, an honor if they did. And that is exactly what Keely did. So she watched her mom. Her mom, Holly, was a pilot. She is a pilot. And Keely, from the time she was 14 years old, watched her mom, looked up to her mom, and decided she was going to be a pilot too. And so they just recently got to fly together, their first flight ever on Southwest Airlines as Pilot and co-pilot. Really? Mama-daughter thing going on. I love how cool that is. Isn't that sweet? And her mom is so proud. She said, I found something I love to do, and now my daughter is doing it as well. I like how they assigned them together. So it's mom and daughter flying the plane at the same time. That's yes. awesome. One proud mama for right? sure. Right? You know? I love how that happens. I mean, Ninja's dad is, you're, he's a barber, right? Yes, my dad is a barber, and his dad is a barber, and recently my little brother is a barber. So working in the same shop? Yeah. That all three generations, really? Mm -hmm. A generational career. That is amazing. I got it. One day it's going to be me and my kids all on the radio together. Wow. We're just going to be. I know all three. That will be quite the show. Robin Liz, his morning crew. It's amazing what is art. Seriously. So back in what, 2019, was that three years ago? What? This dude duct taped a banana sure. to a wall and it was called art. Went for like $120,000. I can see it. 
Mm-hmm. You can see it. Yeah, I see it too. It's a banana duct tape to a wall, and it goes for twelve grand. Come on. So the same dude came up with a new piece of art. Okay. A McDonald's pickle. He threw it on the ceiling. It stuck. And now he's charging over six grand for it. It's art. For the pickle or the picture of the pickle? No, no I think I think the ceiling with a pickle on it. I don't know if he's going to cut it out and send him like the you know little slab of that ceiling with a pickle on it. But it's art. He's going to charge What's six he, grand for it. Six grand? Yeah, that's art. For a pickle? On the ceiling. On the ceiling. The stuff that I used to do as a kid. Look, throw a pickle on the ceiling. I could have made six grand. What's wrong with me? That's all I'm thinking is all those kids in the high chairs just chucking things everywhere. I know. Food. They could be paying for their own college. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Snickers. Yeah. Flavoring. Uh-huh. Like the Snickers bar. Yeah. Flavor your steak with that. Flavor everything with that. No, come on. Really? Yes. So it's like this chocolate peanut butter powder that you just you season on things to make them taste better and you know you're going for ice cream or pancakes but chocolate steak you could put that on celery you could put that on you could put that on anything i mean you don't like your vegetables at dinner you just sprinkle some of that on sprinkle that on your your broccoli i mean chocolate broccoli it's gonna make everything taste better it is the key to making everything taste like chocolate there's no way harlan's had this no, but I'm gonna Come on. in the popcorn in the. Mm, mm. I can see a couple of things to apply, but when I think seasoning, I think cooking. I don't think like you know sprinkling some stuff on your popcorn. I mean, but they, when when you take chocolate and you start putting it in food like regular, it's like gourmet. So I'm pretty sure if you sprinkled it on your steak, it'd be like gourmet steak. <laughs> I don't eat steak, so I don't chocolate know. Chocolate flavored steak. For some reason, I just want to. <laughs> 